Hi, friends. Welcome back to the podcast, episode 109. Okay, you guys. Oh, my gosh. You are in for a treat today. Today, we have my friend and student, Trenton, on. And Trenton is, he's part of the Feel Better Journey community. He's a part of our podcast community. I think he's been with us since almost the beginning. So listen, if you are great at taking care of business, but you struggle at taking care of yourself emotionally or spiritually or just all the things, if you just struggle taking care of yourself or if you just have a lot going on inside of your head and from the outside, everything looks great or relatively great, you're pretty successful, all the things, right? But on the inside, you're struggling and you have like a lot going on. Oh my gosh, Trenton, you guys, he's the real deal. He's super authentic. He has so much wisdom. And I think we all have a lot that we can glean from Trenton's wisdom and his life experience. So I hope this episode encourages you. Let me just tell you, Trenton really is the real deal. And I'm so grateful he's a part of our community. And I'm so grateful that he said yes when I asked him to come on the podcast. You guys, man, I love this community. I love you guys. I love that we're doing this holy and hard work of becoming the best versions of ourselves as possible, even though we've got stuff inside that we are wrestling with. This is what it's all about. All right, you guys, enough from me. Enjoy today's episode, and I'll be in touch in a couple of days. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Okay, Trenton, I am so grateful you're here. I so enjoyed getting to know you. And I just, I respect you and love you as a human being. You're amazing. So can you introduce yourself to our community? What's your name? Why did you join the Feel Better journey? Tell us about yourself. Yeah, sure. My name is Trenton. I'm uh, 50 some years old. I live in the Midwest and I'm a marketing professional. I'll just put it at that. Why did I join the Feel Better journey? Well, I'll just start out maybe by kind of talking about kind of who I am as a person. Hopefully that'll shed some light as to why I joined the Feel Better journey. As a person, as a male, I guess, I'm what I would call a, a pretty sensitive male. Um, I care about other people's feelings. I care about what other people think. I care about how I make other people feel. That's just something that's a part of me. That's how God made um, good, bad, or indifferent. A lot of times it's obviously a positive but a lot of times it can be a negative, especially in this world that we live in, especially with kind of some of the expectations that the world or this culture will put on men many times and in, in that we're not supposed to be sensitive. We're not supposed to be emotional. We're supposed to be stoic. We're supposed to be strong. Um, we're supposed to have our stuff figured out. And the reality is, is that I'm what I would consider kind of more of an authentic person. I don't put on a mask. I don't pretend to be someone I'm not. I think a lot of people do and, and are comfortable with that. Um, if they are, great. I'm just not. 
And so if you're asking me to deal with the problems of this world and kind of suck it up, I can't, right? It's very difficult for me. And so how do I navigate, you know, this world, this culture when the expectations are one thing, but I'm feeling and my natural instinct is to be another? That's something that can be paralyzing. And I think the Feel Better journey has allowed me, number one, to realize that I'm not alone. I'm not the only man or male in this world that that feels this way. I found other men that have a family and kids like I do that they have to raise and, and deal with the family issues that I have to deal with on a regular basis, but yet have those same feelings and thoughts that I do. And so just being able to connect, obviously, with you, Danny, and the curriculum that you put there, as well as the other people that are walking this journey along with me, as well as others, was very therapeutic and was very, in some ways, built in me confidence, right? I think prior to this, I would spend more days than not thinking, you know, what's wrong with me? Am I crazy? Why am I like this? Why am I not like kind of that stereotypical lumberjack man that you see on television or the movies or whatever? And I found out that, you know what, there's probably more people like me than there are kind of that fit that stereotype. It's just that maybe folks like myself and others that were in the feel better journey are maybe, you know, we want to be authentic. We don't want to put on that persona that, that sometimes men think that they have to put on. And so being on that feel better journey just allowed myself to be okay with me, be okay with the way I feel and, you know, just be myself and uh, be comfortable with it. And so I'm very grateful for kind of the community and, and the platform that you created for myself and others to do that. Oh my gosh, Trenton. I want to jump through the camera and give you a hug. I love <laughs> I love your authenticity. And it's crazy because, you know, I look at you and, you know, you're a very successful man. You got a beautiful family, like life from the outside. We all have this. Life looks great. Life looks perfect. And to hear you say like, there's just these internal struggles that you struggle with and that you've found more peace and more comfortability in your skin. It just blesses me beyond measure because you're just, you're awesome. I know also life can be so complicated and hard. You're spot on there, Danny, in that um, we were talking earlier, right? I do have a beautiful family. I'm blessed beyond measure with the people in my life. I'm like, how did I do this? <laughs> like, I'm such a mess inside my head. I'm like, inside, I can barely keep crap straight. <laughs> like, yeah, I think. So like, how did this happen? But no, you're spot on. But then it's so crazy because, okay, the exterior of your life looks pretty good, Trenton. Like if you're just being real, I mean, you look like you got your stuff together. And so, and the beauty of you is like, you're so authentic in that you do have your stuff together. You are very successful. You do have a beautiful family, but yet you still struggle. And that's the yeah. like you're pursuing Jesus and you still struggle. Yes. You're okay in your human struggles knowing that God's going to meet you there and God's going to do his work. And I don't know. I love your authenticity. I mean, the, from the first day we met, you were super authentic, which I'm like, okay, this yeah. guy and I are going to be lifelong friends because he's the real deal. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. So had you ever done a course or a coaching program or anything like this before? Yeah. You know, very much mostly in professional environments where quite honestly, it's 10 steps or, you know, maybe someone gets unique, uh, six steps or seven steps. 
on how to become a more effective leader or how to become a more, you know, effective manager or, you know, just a quote unquote better person in general. You know, and I think it was for me, I mean, I want to disparage those programs because there are probably people that it helps. And for those type of programs, if it helps one person, hey, that's that's awesome. Absolutely. But for folks like myself, and as I came to find out, there are quite a few people like myself, they fall short, right? It's not so much about what you do and how you do it, but it's also how you feel about doing it, yeah. right? To, to me, that's very important. I'm not a go through the motions type of person. I'm not a I'm not a person that, okay, if I do step one, then step two, step three, step four, step five, I'm going to feel better or I'm going to be a more successful leader. I'm going to be a more successful father or what have you. It's also, do I feel good about uh -huh. it, right? Because I want to be an authentic person. I want to be that person that, that God created me to be. I'm like, I feel it. And I think that the course that you put together and facilitated and the, the conversations that you facilitated really not only helped me see some things to do, some things to think about as I look at my life, but also things that allowed me to feel good about what I was doing and how I was doing it and how I was becoming a quote unquote better person. I hate to use that word better person, but how to become a, a better version of myself, if you will. So it's not just very step one, step two, step three, step four, black and white type of stuff. There's definitely elements of that, but it's also how do you feel in doing it and how are you showing up with all of yourself as God created you to be, to become a better person. And I think that was a key differentiator in between what you do and maybe other similar um, self-help type of programs. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. So you'd done leadership steps, though, but you've never done really anything like this. Were you afraid coming in? Like, were you nervous? Did you have any anxiety about it? Not really. You know, I think maybe if I had never done any sort of self-help program before, there may have been some reservations. But because of the fact that I've done self-help type of stuff in the past, didn't really have much, if any, reservations. You know, I was familiar with your program previously, and I know we had spoken previously. And I don't know, I just felt really good about, you know, who you are as a person and, you know, who you are in terms of kind of your mission in life and mission with what you're doing that, you know, it just felt, it felt right. And as I got into the program, like almost immediately that was confirmed and then some, right? It was like, oh yeah, I definitely am going to get my money and time's worth out of this beyond you know, what expectations I had going into it. And so it's one of those things If you asked me if I would do it again, absolutely I would. And as we talked about previously, I will continue to do just because of, you know, like I said, the community and the openness that you've created that environment where we're free to really kind of talk about what's on our mind and, and really just help each other out. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's not me listening or us, you know, from a group standpointing, listening to what Danny has to say and taking it like we're the baby birds and you're the mama bird or whatever. It's allowing us to kind of figure things out and navigate through life's yuckiness <laughs> with each other, right? How do we help each other? And, and that's the best type of self-help. That's the best type of program that you can have is when you have a community that's, that's helping each other out. And that's truly, truly what you've created in the Feel Better journey. Thank you. Amen. I mean, it's so funny because 
I get something out of every group we do because I'm I'm in it too. Like yeah. I learn from you guys. You guys help me. And I am very protective though. So you can call me mama bear, but I am like fiercely protective of my people. But it's like, you're right. It's we're created to do this work together. And so yeah. And sitting with men was like, oh my gosh, it was so soul healing and fulfilling for me. So I loved your group. You guys are amazing. Yeah. And Danny, that for me, I mean, I can't speak with the others in my group. I mean, that generated some joy as well because I could tell that you were getting something out of it. And for me, that was just, um, that was just as satisfying as what I, as well as the others got out of it to see that you were obviously, um, getting something beneficial out of that interaction and out of those exercises as well. And I think that, you know, just further confirms that, you know, I made the the right decision to kind of pull the trigger and, and go through the program. I love that. So. That's awesome. So you touched on it a little bit, but what was it like? So you didn't know anybody else going into the program. You'd met me a couple of times, you know, Zoom or whatever, but what was it like to sit with other like-minded people from all over the country? And you had a very, very diverse group. Yeah. Was it like to have those different men and just that support? What was that like for you? Yeah. You know, once again, I've been in other programs before, you know, mostly centered around leadership, business related stuff where you have people that have never met each other coming together. And, and in many times just natural that maybe it takes two or three, maybe more sessions to kind of develop some sort of bond or to develop some sort of working relationship or whatever with the other folks in the group. But almost within the first minutes of that first meeting, I felt like I knew the other folks in the group very well. And, you know, without asking them, they'd feel the same. I kind of got the same vibe from them as well, right? That it kind of felt like we've known each other for quite a while because we all had a very similar set of experiences, I guess, when it comes to navigating life and living in this world that's not perfect. I think we all have the same level of sensitivities and and that type of stuff. And and just almost within the first few minutes, I felt like, you know, I had known these guys for, for quite some time. And it's, you know, we still kind of keep in touch via text. And I'm looking forward to, you know, getting back at least virtually here very soon so that we can catch up. You know, there's several things that I want to ask uh, some of the other guys in the group, not necessarily stuff about the program, but just like, you know, hey, how's that thing going in your life? You know, how's how are your kids doing? You know, how's that job going? You know, that type of stuff, type of stuff that you would ask people that you've known your whole life, friends. I mean, that's that's literally had that almost instantaneous friendship bond, and it's nothing that you forced, right? So many times, facilitators will do like, oh, these crazy awkward icebreaker stuff. Oh my gosh, yes. That then, honestly, they tend to create ice instead of break ice <laughs> many times. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> But you just showed up and you were your you were your authentic self. And without saying it, you gave us permission to be our own authentic self. And and we just almost instantaneously, the whole group, yourself included, just really started having authentic, really meaningful conversations about the things that either challenged us individually or or in many times challenged us collectively and how each one of us kind of navigated through some of those challenges and we were able to kind of take and learn from each other and just kind of make each other better. Amen. Amen. That's amazing. Okay. So if you're comfortable, what was one of your biggest breakthroughs through the program that you could share or that you'd want to share? So this is something that I've been trying to tell myself 
for several years, probably going all the way back to when I was a teenager, of really kind of forgiving myself for just the dumb mistakes that I've made in the past. And um, those dumb mistakes are no different or unique than the dumb mistakes that, you know, everyone else makes. It's just, you know, going back to, you know, what I was saying earlier is um, I'm my own worst critic. And, you know, I, I fixate on my mistakes a hundred times more than I fixate on my successes. My, my successes are always by accident, right? Well, I must have just looked into that. Whereas my mistakes and, and my mess ups are always something like, yep, I did that. That was a hundred percent me. I was so dumb. I was so stupid. How could I do that? You know, blah, blah, blah. I've lived with my past mistakes and my past screw ups. Like I said, ever since I was a teenager, well into my adult life. And I've known for, I don't know, the past several years that I need to let that stuff go. I need to forgive myself of that. And no matter how much I, I said that, no matter how much I prayed for that, I know God forgive me, but I never felt that. Right? And it's, it's just the way I'm wired. But I don't know, there was something, I, I can't really point to one specific exercise we did one specific thing that you said or anyone else in the group said, but I feel like one of the biggest things that has happened to me or one way that I've grown um, coming out of it is I've been able to forgive myself. I think for the first time in a long time for not just the dumb thing that I did yesterday, whatever that is, but the dumb things that I did when I was 13, 14, 15, whatever those <laughs> Like, I don't even know what those were anymore. I just know I did dumb stuff and I never forgive myself for it. It was just accumulated, right? But I finally, I think for the first time in my life, have kind of taken out the trash, if you will. And um, it's been a very freeing experience. For the first time in my life, um, not only do I know that God has forgiven me through the sacrifices of Jesus Christ, but I feel it, right? I feel it. And it's always been there. It's always been there. I know that. But for the first time, I feel it. And it's a tremendous amount of freedom. It's a tremendous amount of freedom. And um, I can't ask for anything else in life is to be free from myself. <laughs> and, you know, I, I nor anyone else will probably ever truly be free from themselves. But I feel a lot more free from myself today than what I did, you know, two months ago or whatever it was. Yeah. Amen. That's incredible. I mean, that's like, ah, Lord, that's why I do this work. It's so, it's amazing to see because truly one of the points of the program, and you know, this is like to deal with what's the inhibitors, like what are the barriers from walking free? It's one thing to know about grace. You've been in church your whole life. It's one thing to read about grace. It's one to yeah. you know, but it's another thing to experience it. And I mean, you know, I, I wholeheartedly believe the best way to experience is it if within community and, you know, the Holy Spirit within each of us. And, and so to hear that is just amazing. Yeah. And I want to make it clear, like so many people have either had a very traumatic something happen to them, or maybe they have been the source of trauma for someone else. And that's not necessarily the case with me, right? If I done some dumb stuff and had dumb stuff done to me. Oh, absolutely. But but nothing at the level of like what you typically hear people talk about, for sure. But yet we all carry some sort of baggage, whether it's, you know, kind of like 
the sins that that get all the press, if you will. Yeah, totally. Even all at, at the end of the day, they're all the same. You have kind of those headline news sins that sometimes people experience and commit, and then you have the sins that it's like, yeah, whatever. When everyone does that, it all weighs on your soul in many respects the same. And you just gotta, you know, get rid of that junk, get rid of that trash. And Amen. I was like so many other people, just carrying around multiple decades worth of trash that didn't really need to carry around. Number one, you know, so many things. The trash that I was carrying wasn't maybe all that messy. Yeah. But to me, it's right. I'm supposed to live a perfect life, be a perfect person. And and so, you know, what to some people is a speck of dust, right? To me is a, a mountain of garbage sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't matter. I was able to kind of kind of clean some of that stuff out. So it was good. But you bring up such a good point. You bring up such a good point, Trenton, because some of us struggle for good reason, right? It's like, oh my gosh, those are huge issues. And of course they're hard to carry and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. But other of us, it's more of like these burdens, they just add up, right? And if yeah. you have one big thing, it's all these little things. And what a burden yeah. that you've carried your whole life that you needed to be perfect and that you could never live up to that expectation, right? Yeah. And so yeah. the thing I find interesting is, you know, with the prodigal son story, I don't know why this story is on my head, but you know, there's some prodigals, right, where there's like this dramatic story. And then there's other people who are considered, quote unquote, the older brother who never left home and yeah. pretty much did the right thing and could have been so judgmental. So it's interesting to me that you're more of like, you kind of have a squeaky clean life in an episode of speak, right? I know you all have your, you have your stuff too, but sure. like you could have been such a jerk. Like you could have been so judgmental and like, yeah. but you never, you haven't been, that hasn't been your story because you've been weighted down by yeah. this, like these struggles. And so it's, I think it's just beautiful that you were spared of yeah. that harsh judgment either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, you bring up a good point in the story of the prodigal son. There's not just one of the sons is carrying weight. They're both carrying weight, right? It might look a little bit different. You know, it, that weight might be on one person's shoulders, whereas on the other person, maybe it's on their back or their head, but it's still weighing them down. And at the end of the story, you know, we definitely know that the son returned. You kind of get the idea that the weight was lifted. But I would like to believe that the, that the son remained and that there was a huge weight lifted off his shoulders as well. And, you know, no matter what you've done in the past, you probably fall into one of those two categories, right? You fall into the story of the son that stayed behind or the son that, you know, went off and got crazy and ultimately ate pig feet because, you know, he being irresponsible or whatever. But the burden in many cases is the same, the burden on your soul, the burden on your spirit. And that's what matters. That's what matters. And, you know, going through the feel better journey has allowed me to really kind of remove that weight or as I said earlier, take out the trash. You know, the other thing too is I think I shared this in one of our discussions is, um, you know, the, the woman at the well has really been weighing on me a lot. And, and in some respects, I could relate with the woman in the well, even though I'm a man and didn't necessarily commit the sins that she did. But it, it just, something spoke to me during the program about, you know, how Jesus told the woman at the well, you know, go and sin no more. But I think it was what he was really saying was, sure, right, you know, get your stuff together or whatever, but don't let the sins of the past weigh you down anymore. You know, you're my child. You're my child. And um, in her case, you're my daughter. I love you and go, 
you know, forget about the past and try to become a better person. You know, I felt that same thing being spoken to me, I think, during the Feel Better journey. It really resonated with me and is resonating with me right now um, as we speak. And I just can't get that out of my mind. I've thought about that several times over the past several weeks about how I feel like Jesus has told me, you know, you're my son. I know that you've messed up. You know, you know you've messed up. Some of it's, you know, probably not that big a deal at the end of the day. But you know what? Don't worry about it. I love you. You know, just try to get better every day and you're going to mess up again. And what is true now will be true then. So. I love that. You know, you made me think about how, I can't remember who said it. You may have said it. Somebody said that, you know, there's so much information out there. There's so many good Bible studies out there. There's so much like information for us and, and all of that. It's like, but being able to practice these principles in community yeah. is where the magic happens, right? So we have that like acronym. Yeah. We have this acronym you guys called TAP. It's talk, apply, and process and practice. And so it's like through all of it, it's like, we're not just going to talk about it, but we are going to talk about it and then we're going to apply it and then we're going to practice it until grace goes from our head to our heart. And so yeah. to like see that in you is like, Oh, so, so amazing. I turn and I love it. And then you give away so freely, like you, well, all the men in your group, but like you were just so like there to, when someone shared something, you were like right there to like comfort them and to speak life into them. And so it's amazing how that sensitivity part that you kind of wrestled with your whole life as a man, right? is actually like one of your superpowers and <laughs> one of the best things that you carry as a human. And so I love that. I We need more Trentons. We need more men like that. Well, you know, I consider myself a servant leader. I mean, that's just how I, off. that's my natural, it seems like operating mode, I guess, if you will. It's much, much easier for me to give than it is to take. It just seems like, uh, it just is. But I get a lot out of it too, right? When I give, man, it just fills me up. It fills me up tremendously. And so there's a selfish part of me, right, that loves to give, that loves to give and to care because it just, it fills my bucket. Um, It really does. And so whenever I have an opportunity to do that, I obviously take advantage of it because I walk away feeling, I don't know, a better person or just feeling better about myself in general when I'm able to do that. So, yeah. And once again, the Feel Better journey provided me plenty of opportunity to be able to do that. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Oh, I'd love this. Okay. So I guess I just want to ask, what would you say, Trenton, what would you say to somebody who is unsure if the feel better journeys for them or if they're like on the fence, what would you say to them? Yeah. I mean, it's a little risk. I think the worst thing that can happen is that, you know, you meet new people and you learn a little bit more about uh, what Jesus has for you, right? I, I think that's the worst thing that can happen. Never once did I, nor do I feel like any of the other people in the program, never once did we feel like we were being put in a very vulnerable situation where we had to share something that we weren't comfortable sharing or where we had to share it all. I mean, we all freely shared, but if one of us or a couple of us or whatever had decided to just kind of be casual observers, I think that would have been okay. But it was really just an environment where you didn't want to be a casual observer. I mean, not because you were feeling pressured not to be, right? I want to make that very clear. You never pressured us to be like, okay, get off off your butt and say something. No, no. I think we were all like moved to like contribute 
because the the content and the discussion was one that just touched us all, you know, right where it mattered. There was no forcing us to contribute or bear our soul or say something that we were not comfortable saying. It wasn't. Not at all. Not once did I feel comfortable, anxiety, none of that. Like I said, I felt I felt very at home with you and the other gentlemen in the group almost immediately. Amazing. And so there's really nothing that you have to lose and and all that you have to gain. You are not going to come out of this worse off than what you are now, guaranteed. That's your guarantee, by the way. (laughs) No. I've had this money back guarantee, right? (laughs) Yeah, if someone wants to call on that guarantee, they have to talk to you. I I can't back that up. No, in all seriousness, I can say with a high degree of confidence that you will not come out of this feeling worse (laughs) than you are going into it. You know, in all likelihood, you will feel better about who you are as a, as a child of God coming out of it than when, than when you went into it. You know, will life all of a sudden be sunshine and roses? Nope, it never will be. But I think I find myself smiling and laughing and just being less stressed, being less worried about, you know, like I said, the baggage that I've allowed to build up in my brain or my body. Um, my whole life, it doesn't weigh me down nearly to the degree of what it did prior to going through the program. So you don't have anything to lose. I don't think you're going to pile on more baggage or pile on more troubles. So, you know, you really don't have anything to lose. Amen. I love it. Well, it's funny because I just was thinking through, I'm like, we've had a hundred percent completion rate. Everybody who signed up Damn. has finished the program. We had one gal who signed up. She's actually going in this next one because she had a life thing happen week one. But other than that, and I've offered refunds. Like if you need a refund, you know, no one's taken me up on it. Like everybody's just, in fact, most people signed up for the next round. So anyways, I love that, man. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And it makes, makes a ton of sense, right? Never once did I think, you know, a lot of times when you start out on these like day one, you're like, oh, did I really do this? Is this the right thing? Totally. I definitely didn't come away from day one or minute one thinking that at all. That's awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Trenton, this was amazing. Do you have anything else to say? I think you did amazing. This was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm not someone that like, this isn't my thing is to broadcast my endorsement to the world about something that, that I believe in yeah. or whatever. So this is not something I normally do, but I feel very strongly about what you've developed and the community that you've created. And just, you know, what you're doing that I totally feel comfortable talking about my experience and, and advocating uh, for my experience in the feel better journey. You know, if, if someone asks me about a product or whatever I believe in that I like, I say, yeah, I like it, give it a try. But that's about it, right? I definitely don't, you know, talk for however long we've been talking about something that positive experience or positive product or a positive program um, that I've been a part of, but, you know, I could probably go on and on about the uh, the feel better journey um, and the experience that I had with what you put together. And um, as I said before, as I alluded to before, I'm going to continue to do it um, because, you know, like I said, during the program, the journey isn't one that there's no finish line. <laughs> We're all on this journey together and to have community and to have partnership in that journey and to find people that kind of have a same set of experiences as what you do is what I have. 
just makes that journey all that much better. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's amazing, Trenton. Thank you. Speaking of the Feel Better journey, you guys, if you've been thinking about it and praying about it and you just feel like you need some extra support in this season, my goodness, you guys, jump in. Go to the show notes right now. Click through the link and sign up. And yes, absolutely, it's an investment in yourself. And I know, I know it is so hard to spend money on ourselves at times. We'll spend a gazillion dollars on other people. We'll sacrifice and bend over backwards for others. But when it comes to sacrificing or or bending over backwards for ourselves, we don't do it. Like we are just not great at self-care and soul care and, and all of that. And I know because when we do something for ourselves, some of us feel selfish or we feel guilty, right? And you guys, this is one of the things that we work through in the feel better journey about learning to prioritize our soul needs right not just our physical needs or or all of that but you guys sometimes we're struggling with emotions because some fundamental needs are not met in us and it's a whole thing and we go through a ton of strategies and tools and concepts that we work through that's why it's a 10-week process you guys the community is amazing trust me you guys you will never regret spending money on yourself to better yourself you would Never regret investing in yourself and your emotional, spiritual, phys- I mean, all the things, you guys, it's so worth investing in yourself. You guys, you are worth it. Trust me, no matter what you're feeling or no matter what someone's told you, like you are worth having an opportunity to feel better and to learn how to take care of yourself in a really soul nourishing way. And that's what the Feel Better journey is all about. You guys, life's just too short to live bound up and unfulfilled. And no matter how successful you are, you guys, if you've ever said to yourself, like, I'm really great at taking care of business, but I struggle at taking care of myself. Oh my gosh, sign up for the Feel Better journey. Like, that is what we're doing. You guys, I'm pumped. We just ended our last session and it went phenomenal. And I'm so excited. I love these human beings. I love this community. I'm all in. And if you take the leap and get all in, trust me, I am right there holding your hand through this whole thing. We've got men's groups, we've got women's groups. Don't let anything hold you back from investing in yourself and taking care of your soul. You are worth it. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth, please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.